Hello and welcome. Sorry, the clap makes everyone. Oh, that sounded so dodgy. The clap. I hope that no children listen to this. Why did we yeah. just start like that? Because I, because the mic, my mic sometimes like takes a second to like. Come oh, so on. you're doing uh, like a three to one action kind of thing. Okay. Yeah, because it gets the but audio to work <laughs> properly. Because otherwise, like half those, of those... my. Those yeah, they have in movies. Yeah, but then my brain just—that's so grim. But my brain just went straight to like the other meaning of the clap. <laughs> yeah, let's not, let's not, let's not do that. Not Sorry, do that. hi everyone. Well, <laughs> <laughs> welcome to Small Talk. I'm Kirsty and I'm Naomi. Such a great start. And this week we're talking about our response to hashtag not all men. All, oh my god, not all men. Yes. Yes. Um, so, so yeah that's what we're chatting about we're probably just going to dive right in to give you a little bit of context I don't know why I've been doing this recently in recordings why I have it's 20 past eight the night before this goes out so we're we're giving you a late evening recording as you can probably mm-hmm. tell from the intro um but we're here Naomi's here with one headphone hanging down Let's let's not talk about okay. But, listen, COVID has desk, been all of us financially. My fa- my here. desk is fixed. I just haven't prioritized buying new headphones until I'm they here stop with working. A, a washing in <laughs> in the in the washing machine and another load on the floor. <laughs> so. I mean, I think together we make one whole sane person. Individually, <laughs> we're slacking a little bit, Go but on. together we're doing okay. Exactly. So it's fine. It's fine. so we're gonna talk about well we're gonna talk about a lot of things it's kind of I suppose this episode is kind of an extension of last week interestingly because things in the world just kind of happened since last week and what we spoke about almost just became even more prominent which Mm. was um sadly not for good reasons which sucks um but yeah so I guess we'll dive into the kind of I don't know. I I was gonna say the more boring part, but it's not boring. That that's a wrong word. <laughs> I but... mean, I guess you could think about it this way. It's like we had a week that was like started with International Women's Day and ended with Mother's Day, and then that whole week was just a terrible week for women, which mm-hmm. is so ironic. But like, it, I guess it started with like Harry and Meghan, and has yeah. ended with Sarah. So we're gonna Efron. start. So we could just kind of go through. Start there. at the start of the week. Yeah, we're it's going not chronological. Bo- <laughs> apologies to everyone it's not boring I didn't mean boring I just meant no. um not my cup of tea I get I know what you mean it's the, I think it's the less <laughs> prominent I think of the two it's the less yes, prominent exactly like, topic. exactly yes, yes. boring yes. is the wrong word choice <laughs> please don't cancel me <laughs> you're gonna have all the royalists in the comments now like she's so anti-monarchy how dare she <laughs> I know well yeah, but then they might go the other way because then they might be like, she's calling Megan and Harry Bowery. <laughs> like, I'm anti-royalist. So if you want to come for there's me. There's no way you can win. You're going to cancel me for being anti-royalist. Go ahead. I'm okay <laughs> with that. I, I'm anti-royalist too. You have with fun that. with that one. Too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm exactly. sure that get you far. Um, I have to be honest, Naomi, I still haven't watched the interview. That's fine. But, that is fine. But I have paid attention social media <laughs> yeah I, mean, I have that's like what I've been re- doing. read I've a few sure. articles etc yeah. like I haven't even watched the Grammys I haven't even watched Taylor Swift's performance of the Grammys, I the Grammys and if either. people know me 
they know that like the fact that I haven't watched Taylor Swift's performance yet is like oh she must be real busy because <laughs> that's, that's like great, top sweet. priority and I've not watched Harry Styles' one yet like I haven't watched BTS's one so you know it's fine we're or, all or Himes, we're both, like oh we're both failing as, as stands yeah. right now so it's okay so, don't worry you know but, but I do um, know that Beyonce just made history so well done Beyonce so did Taylor she, Swift so yes. well done Taylor Swift yeah okay well i didn't know about that but well done beyonce <laughs> oh well done to both of them well, well done to both of them they're both deserving congratulations yes. Yes. if you're listening <laughs> of course they're listening, Top this is, listeners. This, yeah this is what uh beyonce uses to put blue ivy and the twins to sleep every night as our podcast <laughs> obviously put them to sleep that's hard <laughs> no okay that's not what i meant <laughs> wake them up in the morning <laughs> that one that one that one that's what she says right so anyway right megan and harry yes so my take okay. what i've taken away from the yes. interview yes from not watching the interview that's fine you could take away is, a lot from um, not watching it don't worry okay is that megan spoke out about her mental health which i'm mm-hmm. absolutely so here for for anyone to do and I think though the fact that she is like a figure I'm just going to use the word figure because that's the easiest term in pop culture I suppose um made that even more important because she does have young children and young people and not even and people that are older who look to her for as a role model and things Mm -hmm. like that so I think the fact that she was able to speak about her mental health so openly and honestly was something that was very brave and um I completely credit her for that and to the people and I think the one thing that really resonated with me was people saying things that so some people saying like oh I don't believe her and blah 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 and all this stuff and first of all like why would you lie about it do you know why mm-hmm. do you know what I mean yeah. like and second of all the thing that really stood out to me that people had been saying as a response to people saying that was like you know you saying that isn't gonna like Megan's not gonna read your tweet but yeah. your friends who are going through something like that are They're gonna read it and you're true. going to negatively impact their views on their mm-hmm. mental health because they're gonna think you won't believe them exactly. so like believe exactly. a woman or a man actually but we're focusing on women in this episode and mm-hmm. like women with an X. So anyone who identifies as a woman, just like yes. for the record. Um, yes. So yeah, but just believe someone if they're telling you about your mental health. So that was like my first take on it. I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember. I mean, my second take is, is it diabolical and disgusting and awful how racist Britain is as a nation, as a society, as a media, as the, the media outlets, as a royal family? I'm sorry if people are like, well, they haven't proved that, but like, they have like. I'm sorry they call on this. Mo- yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm <laughs> gonna say. Like, <laughs> like maybe they haven't proved that they've been outwardly racist to Megan recently, but like they've done a lot more before that. <laughs> exactly. And they're they're literally built on colonization. Like that is like the backbone of our nation. So, and that is yeah. the backbone of the royal family. And, yeah. What more proof do you need, really? Like, where do you think their money comes from? Mm. I'm just saying, like hello like, wake up so that's that. kind of my take on that like it is disgusting and appalling and ridiculous but the fact that some people it's taken them this long to realize oh hey maybe the royal family is kind of problematic 
Their heads Wake have been the in the sand. Up. Where have you been? Like, <laughs> hello, did you not hear about Prince Andrew? Like, did you not know about Princess Diana? Like, wake up <laughs> what have I you know. been doing all these Seriously. years have you not like paid attention to countries that just have democracies and not royal families like you not just thought like that's kind of fucked like why do we have yeah. these people with all this power but do they actually have power but they do have they all this money money is power yeah so like but they don't really have responsibilities so, like what are we paying them for exactly they're a tourist attraction that is all they are they exactly. are the, the royal family is a tourist attraction and, we and I've said them. this for years. That is all they are. We don't need them because they don't do anything. They and we don't, don't do need anything. the tourist attraction because even if the royal family's not royal anymore, we've still got all the damn buildings. And that's what exactly. people go to see. People don't really see. The only time they see the royal family is like at wedding, a royal wedding. A royal wedding, exactly. Which is what makes this whole thing so ridiculous because it's like, I don't understand why people are so focused on Meghan being part of the royal family when they don't do anything. Yeah, why she married she exactly she married into this family and she was she was trying her best to go on all the tours and do all the appearances and she did that well I don't understand what the problem was it's not like she was coming in and expecting that she was going to run the country and she was actually going to make decisions she was like no I'm very aware I'm going to put on a pretty dress yeah. and I'm going to go and wave to a few people and she did that with poise and grace mm-hmm. as she always does because this woman is Oh, she's so stunning, but that's a whole different conversation. So I don't understand what people's yeah. problem is. And it's, and it's, but I think even the fact that you didn't even watch the interview is that you've hit the nail on the head. Like <laughs> you got all of the points. It was like, yeah. she was saying how badly all of this affected her mental health. Mm-hmm. The thing that annoyed me more was like the fact that she was saying about, she was getting all this abuse from the media for doing absolutely nothing. She was saying that like, um, she had her friends texting her and being like, you know, you need to lay low because the media are saying this that, and the other about you. And she was like, I've left the house twice in four months. Like they're writing all these stories about me, mm-hmm. which cannot be true because I literally have not been outside. It's but like yeah, defamation they're... at its like finest. Exactly. And then, so then they've decided, oh, they're going to step back from their senior role, not even leave the royal family, step back from their senior role. And everyone blows that out of proportion and goes, they're leaving the royal family, even if they wanted to, fine. Who cares? Exactly. Then they say, okay, exactly. Then they they say, okay, we're going to leave, but we're still high profile people that are going to be in the public eye. When our child is born, we're still going to need security, Mm -hmm. which is a valid thing to ask for. Every celebrity, even if they're like Zealous celebrity gets security, Mm-hmm. And the royal family said no. Yeah, I know. Like, it doesn't, because the child is going to be a, a quarter black. And then they were saying that, like, while Meghan was pregnant, conversations were had with Harry by we don't know who about how dark the child's skin is going to be. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, have you seen the colour of Meghan Markle? Yeah, I and know. the child is going to be less black than her. Why are you... But cons- also, why does that matter? Why, why, first of all, why does it matter? But second of all, how dark realistically can this baby be? She's not even dark. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. But I- yeah, I think the thing is, like, I get... Like, because I, I think from one perspective, you can look at it and be like, oh, well, screw it. Like, why, we don't even need a royal family, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But I think you totally hit the nail on the head with the idea of like, but the reality is that like, they are, they have been part of the royal family and whether they're like in that or not, they're still going to be high profile. And it's mm-hmm. not like we're going to, like, I wish, but it's not like we're going to turn around tomorrow and say, 
oh, we're getting rid of the monarchy. Here you go, Lizzie. Here's your pension. Here you go, exactly. William. Here's a, dro- a job in Tesco. Like <laughs> exactly, it's not gonna happen. You know, which all, actually, and all, and also, there's nothing wrong with having a job in Tesco. Just FYI, just to clarify. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, here's a job in something that's completely not where you would imagine yeah yeah yeah, member of the public to be but i just think like because i just yeah because i think like how do you get it's almost like yeah it's like i want to get rid of it but i also do think how how do how do we do that effectively exactly exactly where do they go what happens to the money like do you know what i mean and like what what do they become because surely they're still going to kind of be considered do you know what I mean? They're still going to be celebrities. They're not just going to dissolve yeah. into that. You're not just going to be able to walk past Prince Harry on the street and be like, oh, who's that guy? Like, you're going to know who yeah. that is. Honestly, it um, me. I think I'd probably do that, though. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we would because we don't care that much. But there are people in the world who wouldn't be able to do it. But I, I think, honestly like, don't think I'd, like, know. <laughs> to be honest, if it was, like, Prince Andrew or something like that, I'd just be like, oh, there's some old, some other old white guy. I took, yeah I definitely I didn't even know what he looked like until that some of them I didn't even know what they looked like until Prince the- Andrew looks like he's dead like he yeah. looked like he died 10 years ago and they're just keeping him alive on a and like if the queen like was just walking around and town I think she's just like another old lady that's true yeah no that's you know true. what I mean like if obviously if she's with tons of security and all then like I'd be like oh that must be but do you know like, like who's if, that yeah but if she was just like by herself like going on a walk that's true. You wouldn't know. That's I don't know true. who she is. That's valid. That's valid. But even oh, still, yeah. I think they were right to ask for security. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I agree. Like, that, that's what I'm saying, because they else, are still celebrities, yeah, regardless. Every, every other royal, even if they're not yeah. in the... Even the ones that are not in the spotlight, like they are, get security. So why wouldn't yeah. they... Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. But I think this, like, whole thing... What bringing it, obviously, back to the point of internet intersectional feminism. I think this whole thing especially for me because as much as I really don't want to give a shit about the royals like I very much had to pay attention to this because the Megan's treatment mm-hmm. it's, this is what black women in this country go through on yeah, a yeah, yeah. basis in the workplace so I think it is important for people to pay attention to this because mm-hmm. yes it's happening on a big scale and she has the platform to be able to talk about it but if you think about all those black women in workplaces who don't have the platform to talk about it who are not going to be believed, who, you know, go through the exact same thing. They come into a new job. They try their absolute best to do what their job description says, to do exactly the same things that all of their co-workers are doing. But for some reason, because they're a Black woman, it's never good enough. Mm -hmm. And then they try and, then they're alienated and they're made out to be the aggressor because, you know, Megan was made out to be like this massive bully. I know. Middleton and everyone else. And that happens in the workplace because as a black woman you're inherently always painted as the angry black woman mm-hmm. so anything you do is always seen as you're the aggressor mm-hmm. and then everyone starts attacking you but it's not you who's the victim and then when you try and speak out about it and say hey this is how this is affecting me the exact same way that Megan said this is making me suicidal you're then not believed because you're supposed to be the strong black woman that's not how black women behave. That's not how they feel. How can you be suicidal when you're the one bullying everyone else? And then when we say, hey, you know, protect black women, please. Everybody's like, no. Yeah. So it's like, and it's, it's annoying that it's taken people so long to see this, but I'm glad that people are finally seeing this 
but it's very much uh, the point is like don't think that this is just a Meghan Markle thing oh yeah 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 it's like 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 if people are listening to this look at this and then think to your own lives and think what women have I come into contact with and it might not just be black women it might be other women of color or Mm -hmm. anything else how are they like how have they behaved and I've maybe looked at them in a certain way and prejudged them to be a certain kind of person Mm -hmm. without actually really knowing or even trying to understand what they're going through yeah exactly no I think you're totally right and I think like you don't even need to like pay attention in the sense of like like neither of us have like fully and in detail watched every single second and analyzed every single second of like their Oprah interview and anything like that and honestly you don't even need to watch the Oprah interview because that is like a personal choice but it is important to pay attention to what was said in it and Mm -hmm. what is happening as a result in the media and what is going on surrounding it more than like actually watching because if you aren't actually genuinely interested in I suppose the scandal or the royals yeah. I can understand yeah. from like a personal point of view why you don't want to watch the interview because same no, no, that. but that doesn't mean I completely said like with every article about it and every tweet like oh, I don't give a shit like I'm not gonna even look because yeah, that yeah, yeah. that's like so you need to remember that like yeah basically what Naomi said like yes okay it's about Meghan Markle someone with a high profile and who now I suppose has a considerable amount of money I don't know how well off she was before like I cannot speak to that because personally I didn't really know like I knew Mm. she was an act like no I didn't I didn't know who she was (laughs) I I found out she was in suits but I never I watched like five minutes of suits and I didn't like it so right like I didn't know who she was I never even tried to watch suits so you know yeah so like I know that but I know that she was an actor but I don't know like if she was a well-off do you know what I mean like I don't know I think she was pretty successful I think she was yeah so she is some like yes I get that maybe you're like well she's someone with a lot of money and power and profile but I think it's important to also remember that although somebody can have all of those things they're still a person Mm-hmm. But I suppose you can also kind of flip that. Like you do have to remember that, like although the queen is the queen, she is still a person in some in some respects. It's just one of those ones that's kind of weird. But it's because people are we're not saying like when we say like we don't like the royal family and we're anti-royalists, we're not saying like murder all the royals. No, it's about like we're just saying yeah, we're just saying yeah. we don't want that power to exist. Yes. We're yeah. not saying we want to get rid of the people. I mean. Prince Andrew, maybe. <laughs> well, yeah. But it's about yeah. Maybe it's about yeah, like jail is, sentence would be good for him, but he's about to die anyway. Just well, no, that's Prince. No. no, that's Philip. They're all about. Look at how old they listen. They're all about oh, to die okay. soon. They're all just hella old. Yeah, but yeah, we're not. We're so we're not saying like we're not like being extremists. We're just no, saying like we saying just don't believe. Them. We just don't believe in the institution. Yes, that's what 100% I agree. As like a fundamental part of our nation. We don't yes. think we require it anymore. No, we don't. We're not we've there moved, as a nation. We've moved past the need for a royal family. Exactly. We definitely so just have. like to clarify, but I think like, like you said, it's still important to pay attention to these stories, whether it is like somebody in profile or not. And I'm like I said, like you don't need to watch things in detail and know everything that happened in the interview, etc. etc. And like every word that Oprah said. But mm-hmm. it is important to like recognize what is happening. I mean, there there have been some funny memes that have come out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Keep up with the memes. But it's yeah. also important to 
to know what's happening culturally surrounding it like you don't have Mm -hmm. to be in pop culture you don't have to be a big part of pop culture in terms of like watching tv and listening to podcasts or whatever it is you don't really like to do that maybe lots of people do pop culture wise to know what's going on in the world culturally you just kind of have to pay attention so yeah yeah, but um yeah I guess we can move on this I guess uh, to be honest not that that wasn't heavy but the next part of the episode is probably going to get, get like get heavier so just yeah. like want to give a trigger warning mm-hmm. to everyone at home like we probably will be talking about sexual abuse sexual harassment sexual assault um yeah so just trigger warning for everyone at home just because I think it's important to give those yes. when necessary 100%. because we're going to start talking about what the fuck has been going on in Britain and how the hell have we been not do you know not oblivious because I haven't been oblivious but how the hell have but we put up with it have, yeah how the hell have yeah. we we as women put up with it for so long is my mm, question it's true we are um of course speaking to I mean for anyone who's not British we'll give a little bit of context I'm pretty sure this has been worldwide news but just in case we'll give context so Sarah oh is it Everon Everon that's what my google search told me Everon yeah Sarah Everand um, was like brutally murdered by a policeman in London um, and she was also kidnapped by him so kidnapped and murdered whilst walking home from a friend's house um, recently it was like last week is that right last week yeah. last week um, yeah. so since then a lot has been happening in the UK a lot has been going on i suppose so um the so that happened and then i'm trying to remember so then there was the video oh then the no the statistic came out the statistic statistic came out and um if you want to look at the statistic i actually spoke a little bit about it on the main episode that went out on monday so if you go to the main episode to the show notes i've linked the guardian article i think that has the statistic in there and gives you the sources in case you're like a stats person and want to read into it more um and 97 percent of women in the uk have been sexually harassed abused or assaulted which is um it's not it's sad but it's not shocking like personally yeah, i don't like a, i'm not shocked it's one of, it's a disappointed but not surprised Moment. yeah I'm actually surprised it's not higher if I'm being honest which yeah, is like true. insane because it's 97% out of 100 yeah. yeah but I don't think I know a single woman in my personal life who hasn't experienced some level of harassment abuse mm-hmm. or assault well this is the thing and this is the thing that women have been saying for years that every woman every single woman they know has a story to tell about oh, being absolutely. harassed or assaulted but when you talk to men they never seem to know any of their friends who are the rapists. It's like every single woman has been raped, but no men seem to know that their friends are rapists. It's like something there ain't adding up. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's just, it's very much just a, I think it's a denial thing. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like like, avoidance. Exactly. And this is in response to the people that are saying not all men. We know it's not all of you. But it is basically all women. too many of you exactly and it's basically all women and the point isn't like about whether it's all men or not the point is that it might as well be all women 
Yes. That's the point that we're making. Exactly. And if, and it's if that it many is, women, how many men? Do, a lot of men. Yeah. do you know, like one man cannot physically do that much to 97% of the population? Like, yeah. statistically, that's not possible exactly. for one man to have impacted all of these women. So, if you're listening and you are a man, we are not saying that it is you in particular. It, I don't know you. How would yes. I know? But also, but if you are taking that's it not the, and getting that upset, maybe you need yeah. to reflect. And that's <laughs> not the point either. Yeah. Like, congratulations on missing a point. Like, you might, like, not all cops or whatever. Like, no one cares. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not interested. <laughs> in that that's not that's not the point that's being made um and i have to say like massive credits i actually do you know what not massive credits because this is basic not massive credits but i'm gonna say thank you even though Mm. i shouldn't have to say it and i would hope the people who did it don't expect it but to the men who did ask what they can do to make a difference you know thank you for asking that question i'm not going to say massive credits because i think that that's a basic thing that everyone everyone should be doing exactly but i still like i appreciate that you're willing to put in the effort and that you are recognizing that something is wrong and also i would like to say i do know men in my life and i have known men in my life throughout my whole life i've been very fortunate who have been those men who've been willing to put in the effort to make women feel safe for a long time and I do appreciate mm. them but they're also the men who would not say not all men because they pay attention to the women in their life yeah, and exactly. they know that the women in their life would tell them that that's not the point exactly. so just exactly. like shut up and listen for once and I just think that seeing all of the things it's almost like it's this unspoken thing in the life of a woman that we've mm-hmm. all been through thing and it's not even just the big things because the big things they're awful they're horrible and I'm sorry if they've ever happened to you and I really hope that you can find whatever you need to help you to get through that trauma mm. but it's also the microaggressions that you yes, can face on basically thing. like a daily basis that yeah. you can also face from like yeah just also can get from like other women reacting from their do you know what I mean from their mm-hmm, friend like mm-hmm like if their friends are all catcalling and they're like friends with a bunch of guys and there's like one girl and they join in and that's like what are you doing yeah yeah like that's not how we lift each other up it's the internalized yeah. misogyny yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah and i think like we have literally gone from being like i remember being i actually listened to this on a podcast and i was like oh my god i actually remember that happening to me walking from my high school to my gym in my mm. high school uniform and like following all of the uniform protocols so nothing was too short in a blazer on etc etc like not being like quote-unquote like um sexy or any or slutty or any of those other problematic things like sexy is not a problematic term but you know like to describe yeah. a teenager it is um mm. and I was like cat called from a car like exactly. I'm sorry what and I was 14 yeah. Like, we're raising young girls to go into a world where at 14, walking from their school in their school uniform, doing everything they're supposed to be doing in broad daylight, mm-hmm. they're going to get catcalled. Cat yeah. For what? Do you know? Like, and that's not a existing. compliment. 
for existing like, wake up and it's never people that are 14 you can't drive a car when you're 14 like if yeah. you're cat calling someone from a car who's 14 you're an adult you're an adult, <laughs> you're an adult. Yeah. get the get your shit together and like get a grip and that's like um another thing i heard the other day and i was like that's so true like stop blaming women mm. just in general for everything but like stop bl- victim blaming stop saying like stop these things these things about oh well she's showing a shoulder that might distract him if a shoulder is distracting him he needs to get a grip like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you are distracted by your shoulder I'm sorry but you need help yeah like that is not natural to you look know the at term a I hate, shoulder you know the term I hate the most what? dress how you want to be addressed get oh, the fuck out of fuck my off. face with that dress how you want to be addressed literally I had a family member say not not I heard a family member say this, not directly to me. No, no, I've no. heard it said in my presence. That's a little shit. And at the time I was quite young, so I just didn't really think about it. But I was thinking about it recently. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking, the person that said this, I should have turned around and said to them, dress how you want to be addressed. But you are a young black male who oftentimes wants to wear a tracksuit. So if a policeman comes up to you, no questions asked, puts you in handcuffs, arrests you, says that you're a drug dealer, and then turns around and says, well, you're a young black male dressed in a tracksuit. You must be a a drug dealer. Dress how you want to be addressed. Are you going to have that same energy? Or is it just because you want to police women's bodies and slut shit? Yeah, exactly. It it doesn't go both ways. Also, are you going to tell a child that was raped? Dress how you want to be addressed. A woman who was dressing modestly for either personal or religious reasons, wearing a full niqab where nothing but her eyes are showing and she was still assaulted. Are you going to tell her dress how you want to be addressed? Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Please get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think as well, women are starting to, we've all known all the things that we do as women in the places we live in to try and stay safe. But I think we're finally taking a stand and saying, like, why am I having to do all these things to, to be safe, like to live a they're, safe they're work, life? They're going to do it anyway. They're going because to do it anyway. Sarah, like, to bring it back to Sarah Everin's death, mm-hmm. she did all the right things. Exactly. Like, she wore bright clothing. She phoned her boyfriend for 15 minutes. She had running trainers on she was was on the well-lit road like she wasn't she did all the things that we have been taught to do out of fear and it's just like we shouldn't be teaching women to do these things to protect their own safety we should be teaching the men that are committing these things not to do those things Mm -hmm. like why and like this curfew thing that was going around like obviously was rumored but you're not gonna put a curfew I'm sorry as like as a woman I'm gonna do the off like I'm not gonna yeah, but also there's no curfew on sexual assault <laughs> like, that's just yeah not like I'm it's happened in broad daylight like are you exactly. kidding but also yeah just you can't say no all women can't go out from 6 p.m like are you taking the mic like yeah. it's not gonna exactly. work exactly like it didn't even work with coronavirus and that's where you said it for everyone <laughs> yeah but like and now I, and that just that literally just really hammers it home the point that all of this is just about controlling women oh absolutely not, because also it's not that you care if about you know safety. that it's not a woman that's committing these 
like uh, that's committing the abuse or the assault or doing these things why don't you put a curfew on the men exactly so then the women can go at night and be safe because all the abusers are in their home supposedly Mm -hmm. so why can't you do that i did listen to i don't know who it was but somebody did put something out and say oh we're gonna put a curfew on like all men at six to see like the response and said she was like she was bombarded with like misogynistic tweets and emails and everything and i was like double standards the double standards in this country are appalling that is that is and you know what what's so funny like you say about double standards because i view the term not all men the exact same way i view the term all lives matter oh yeah exactly none like neither of these things are relevant like if you say black lives matter and you say all lives matter in response nobody said that all your lives didn't matter you're just saying that to deflect from the point if you say not all men nobody said that it was all men you're just saying that to deflect from the point you Mm -hmm. actually don't care you actually mm-hmm. don't care because the same men that say not all men are the same ones. Just when check women your fragility. To... Exactly. When women are trying to open up a conversation about women being raped, they're the same ones that will chime in and be like, well, men get raped too. We know that. Yeah, by statistically talking... though, statistically though, more not often not, yeah. by other men. Yes, but also that's not the conversation we're having right now. And if the only time in your life you ever bring that up is at the same time when women yeah. are talking about women. If you want women, justice you for care. those victims, do it at a time that's right. Exactly. If you truly, because I do completely want justice for male survivors of assault and harassment and abuse as well. Um, but I know when to speak up to that you know exactly. like there's a time and a place for everything there's a time and a place you don't go to a not... swimming pool and try and run in it like exactly exactly you don't go to up. a running track and you know try start doing your breaststroke exactly <laughs> it's just like it's not the it's not the thing that's happening right now that's problematic and mm-hmm. i think it also just made us realize how many things as women we actually do mm. for our own safety that are so ingrained on us from such a young age that they've become subconscious yes and, and that, that is even think twice about yeah and that is why it is important if you're listening and you're a man that is why it is important please like we're not trying to like come for you but like please put in the time please put in the effort to learn and understand and you will never know the feelings a woman has in terms of their safety just like i will never know the feelings a black person has in terms mm-hmm. of their trauma and their safety because I will never experience that it's not physically possible for me but I can at least put in the work to try and understand although I will never be in their shoes to work out how I can change and how I can adapt to make things not to like to adapt myself to make things better in some way although you cannot be the whole answer but you just need to take that time to realize what can I do whether Mm -hmm. it's something as simple as like it's late at night a woman's walking home on the same street as you you're walking kind of closer take a step back yeah walk across the road and I know you might be a bit like well why should I do that and blah 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 like that's not fair but just like check yourself for a second Mm -hmm. why should a woman's heart be pounding her Mm -hmm. keys be in between her fingers worried that you're going to jump on her or something worse exactly and I think just compare those yeah because you could say oh well I would never do that to a woman. 
But how she do you know? know that? She doesn't know yeah. that. She, how does she know? Point, and that is the point with this whole thing about not all men is that we know it's not all of you. But how well, we do don't we know, know who it which, is. We how do we know which ones of you? You it don't is wear a badge. Exactly. Like, you don't <laughs> wear a badge saying, "Hey, I am. I'm not a rapist." That's, yeah. That's not so, how like, it works. Wait, how are we supposed to know? How are we supposed to know? And so also, it's not like a new. It's not a new thing. So, like, not if you're listening to this and you're older, like, don't think that like this hasn't been happening till now. Because when I was speaking about it, I actually spoke to my parents about it briefly, and my mum said to me, and like, my mum is like, she. I mean, we chat and things like that, but there's things that she always brings up that I never knew about yeah. her life because obviously she lived a long life before I was born. Yeah. And that's just kind of the nature of things. Um, but she just said, oh yeah, actually, I remember when I was in university once I got followed home and I was like, wow. Like, because yeah, I didn't know that thing. she had, because yeah. I, I thought probably she had, but it just never been brought up but this is almost mm. given an, an opportunity not an opportunity um given a moment for things to be brought back up and as women I also completely understand if you're a woman listening or maybe you've stopped listening in which case you won't hear this but um you might be burnt out right now and you know I completely I completely resonate with that and like take a social media break take a break from the media because there is a lot going on yes. and I think if you have suffered trauma mm -hmm. and it is that's why we gave the trigger warning earlier and it is taking its toll on you or if you're listening to this and thinking do you know I think I need to take a break from this soon please like take this as your sign to take time like the movement isn't going anywhere you like I heard something really good the other day like you can't pour from an empty cup yeah please take the time to refuel yourself and refill yourself because it's important that you you're safe in yourself as well do you know like because bringing back up trauma can be dangerous for you in other ways so please don't feel like you have to engage with social media all the time and read all these news articles and things like that but do if you want to but I just think it's important to preface that like I completely understand if you're burnt because it will it has brought up a lot of trauma for people mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. It sucks that there's so much trauma that is out there and it sucks that there's so many people like Sarah Evans whose names we'll never know, whose stories will never be told. A hundred percent. And it yeah. sucks that that's something that women have to live in fear of, whether they'll be one that isn't named or one who is, but really you don't want to be any of them. Like we just yeah. want to live our lives. It's so true. yeah, I feel like we should probably round this up. But wait, I, I think just wait, I just want to say one more oh, thing. Oh yeah, you go. Because it's go. very poignant that you said that about like um mm -hmm. taking a step back and like sometimes it can be too much. Cause I was read I saw a few tweets about this actually a couple of days ago, and it was people being like, I don't remember who exactly it was, but it was some women and they were basically being like, Oh, since this whole Sarah Everard thing has been happening why am I not seeing as many black people speaking up like they were so so vocal when it was Black Lives Matter but now mm -hmm. it's a white woman and they don't seem to care so much and it's like we not do true, care that's not true <laughs> if you think that black people are coming off as unsympathetic that's not the case but what you have to remember is that this is yes this is a case of you know rape and murder of a woman mm -hmm. but this is also a case of police brutality and this is something that we've been screaming about for ages on the top of our lungs for decades decades not just since the last year for black lives matter for decades yeah and nobody wanted to give a shit when it was us but now suddenly it's happened to a white woman 
and mm-hmm. everybody's up in arms. So please don't ever turn around and tell us that we don't care because that is absolutely not true. But do you, but you have no idea what it feels like to be screaming about something and nobody cares, nobody wants to listen to you. But then when mm-hmm. it happens to a white woman, within two days, everything has to change. Law has to change, legislation has to change. Everybody's crying. And it's like, okay, but that has happened to 10,000 other people that didn't look like this woman, but you didn't yeah, care about. Exactly. I, yeah, completely. I think that's the perfect note to end on as well. I think that's something for people to leave with. And also because so much has been happening to black people and black women in particular for so long, and it's kind of all been bubbling up more and more recently. Mm-hmm. Like they they're burnt out too. Like if you're I'm, if I'm you're so burnt yeah, out. like it's if you're unreal. listening to this and you're going, God, yeah, like as a woman, like I feel quite burnt out. It's been a week. Like just to put it in perspective, and I'm not saying that doesn't don't take that the wrong way. That doesn't mean like I'm saying, oh, you can't be burnt out. I'm just no. saying put that in perspective with how long black people have been fighting this fight and how long black women have been shouting for their voices to be heard in mm-hmm. all different ways and think about if you're burnt out after a week how are they feeling after decades mm. and just get, give yourself a second because maybe they're not engaging publicly but that no. doesn't mean they're not personally that you don't exactly know people's it. lives yes, yes. Like you, we're not you engaging don't have publicly, to post on social like... media to be aware like yes we're having this conversation but I could easily be engaging in lots of different ways with what's going on right now, even if we weren't recording this podcast, even if I didn't post on Instagram, because yeah, your whole true. life is not online. Yes. It's just it's not. True. It's true. I can't assume very things. I have had to learn. That is one of my big lessons I've had to learn this past year is to take a step back from social media because mm-hmm. every day is something new. So I don't post about it as much as I used to, but inside yeah. I am like, I'm destroyed I'm just gonna be very very candid right now I am destroyed by every single thing I see online because yeah. it's just something else and something else and then you think oh this thing's getting better and then you just get kicked back and you just you feel mm-hmm. helpless you feel helpless and then you get people attacking you because they don't think that your your activism looks like their activism and it's like you have no idea how I feel inside right now like but the reality is that their activism if they're if they're criticizing yours is performative. It's performative. That's exactly that's what, what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. True. Like there were a lot of like vigils and protests and obviously everything in London over the past weekend. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't as much as I wanted to go, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. Because after I went to the it's Black also Lives Matter, co- like, complicated right now. I think yeah. as much like I do like as much as I do support the vigils and everything like that, I do think that is complicated with coronavirus mm. and I'm not I'm not saying I am completely do not agree in whatsoever in the way the police behaved absolutely no. not from what no. I've read like I can never know the full story because I wasn't there but as mm. far as I'm concerned from what I know like I do not agree and I do think that there should have been a vigil but I do also understand that it is complicated in terms of a world pandemic that we are in mm-hmm. because also mm-hmm. as somebody that works in education and people who maybe work in medicine that's not something we can risk yeah but I mean no. if, I mean no, I wasn't is... there but I did go to no, some no. of the Black Lives Matter ones so if I I I imagine that they were very similar and I oh yeah I think they were protests, they were very COVID compliant but the thing that's annoying is that like literally the week before the police chaperoned like 
the Rangers some fans. kind of yeah and it's like why is it okay for men no to sort of... i agree no i was and, absolutely and livid the, and about from the that. pictures none of them looked like they were wearing masks or being COVID compliant yeah. but then when it's women you yeah. know it, like it's just like no no i <laughs> i was extremely livid about that yeah but before before the vigils even happened just as a scottish person i was very very angry because yeah as a country we have been very strict and mm-hmm. um that was outrageous and actually the first minister did call to Rangers to ask the fans to go home. And I don't think she was happy with the treatment um, towards the fans, if you see what I mean, in a yeah. positive light. Um, and the football team did not respond and did not ask of the fans to not. go home or anything. So um, I, from a governmental perspective, that was not, do you know what I mean? Like that wasn't, wasn't the government that, or wasn't, Nicola Sturgeon that no, made that happen. I know exactly. Do you know what I mean? that she was not okay with that? Is what yeah. I'm saying. But yeah. I I completely agree. I was livid, and I was even more livid when I saw that a vigil that happened, but mm-hmm. celebrating the a football, the football. team winning right. and they, like they've won before. Like, exactly. exactly. And even if they haven't, it's a game. Like, and this I'm really s- just hammers home the point that this is a patriarchal issue. Yeah, and it's All a game. This. Like yeah. it's a, it's a game. like I guess okay, it's a job, it's a career, blah blah blah. But it's a game. That's a woman's life. Yeah, really? exactly. And that's that is why this statistic is so high. Ninety-seven percent of women, but seemingly no men, because it's a patriarchal issue. Men don't exactly. think that they're rapists because they think all rapists is some gre- creepy guy in an alley at night that jumps out and grabs a woman. So they think no. they're absolved of any. Yeah, guilt. they think it's only the extreme cases. And it's if not. you have ever grabbed a woman's do you know or grabbed a woman's body just full stop mm-hmm. in any way without her permission you've heard that is like yeah that's harassment assault harassment, or assault. assault yeah it kind of depends on the air but really it's it's still that's not like unless you're tapping her on the shoulder but like mm-hmm. if you have grabbed a woman in a way if you have touched a woman's breast or their bum or whatever on a night out i don't care if you're drunk or not if you mm. have done that to a woman without their permission, that's not like that's not consensual, and that is harassment, and that is yeah. assault, and like recognize that. And if you cannot control yourself when you drink, do not drink. Yeah, is what I have to say. Like I am perfectly able to control myself. I've never once thought of doing that to a man when I was also, drunk. Also, using the excuse I can't control myself. Grow up. <laughs> Grow up. True. Like that's what I have to say to you. Grow exactly. up right anyway yeah i should yeah. go and get my washing and yes, go to I'm bed because i'm gonna go tired. have a cry oh no <laughs> yeah honestly honestly me too i feel quite i listened to um the like guardian today in focus really recommend i actually really like their podcast yeah um of today i think it was today's one and it was all about this on on my drive home and by the end i was like god like feel defeated yeah you just kind of put i think i kind of have for the last couple of days but i think it finally just all caught up with me and i was like Mm -hmm. wow like god i just feel like and i the other day one final story for y'all we keep saying we're gonna finish it and then we never do sorry everyone (laughs) um (laughs) yeah i know (laughs) um i was like walking i was on a walk with one of my friends the other day Uh, it's pretty standard thing to do because there's Mm -hmm. nothing else to do yeah, and um, it was fine there was two of us didn't think anything of it just on a walk Um, the sun did set when we were on the walk but still didn't pay any attention because there's two of us were chatting like I'm not aware mm. and then 
went to Morrison's afterwards because her house and I needed to go to I was like crucial because I needed a prescription and then went to Morrison's and then came out of Morrison's and it was pitch black and Morrison's is about a 10 minute walk from my house to put it in so it's not long but I was terrified because Mm. everything I mean I suppose I've always kind of been a bit apprehensive I think just because of everything happening Mm-hmm. at the moment it just kind of heightened things in me which is why I took a bit of a break because I was like okay like we need to not like panic every time we walk home from the shops yeah so I was like I need to but I fully had like my I to be honest I often do have my keys like in my hand but fully like was very aware of my surroundings and paranoid the entire time mm-hmm. and that was when I took a step back and was like okay like we need a social media break because I can't keep living my life like this yeah this agreed. is not this is not working for me but it is it is like scary and it's like I came out of um, my friend's house the other day who I bubble with FYI just I am <laughs> safe and um I was like chatting to her about something and it was raining and a policeman walked past and like he was I'm sure he was a lovely guy but he just was kind of looking at us funny and maybe it, honestly it probably was me more than him if you see what I mean yeah. like he didn't do anything wrong I'm just very aware at but the it was moment. just his presence it yeah was his presence and yeah. I'm just very aware at the moment and my kind of reaction sometimes in that position is just to like say hi yeah just to try and gauge what kind of person you know what I mean? yeah 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 and he did he did he went oh hello and I was like all right okay <laughs> but it, <laughs> yeah it's just one of those things because I otherwise I just feel like really uncomfortable mm-hmm. but yeah so I think I've just is I've always had that awareness and I've always kind of done that thing but it is yeah it definitely has heightened it in a lot of our minds but I don't think that's about I think really as women listening like please remember like don't let this stop you living your life please 100% because if you do that they win yeah like definitely. that's not that's not the way forward you really like I know it's not easy and like because I'm saying like I've had those moments where I've been like oh shit but I still had to get home like I couldn't just stay in Morrison's yeah exactly <laughs> so please don't like but it's absolutely fine to have these feelings and to feel these ways and please like seek help if you need it in whichever way you can like whether it's through fa- friends and family whether it's through therapy officially whether it's through like whatever it is that you do I don't really know but please like know that that is a completely valid reason to be like Mm -hmm. traumatized so don't feel like oh that's embarrassing because there's nothing embarrassing about it but yeah we're gonna round off now because it's now 10 past nine and honestly my bedtime is half nine and don't judge me (laughs) um so I do wake up at six so you know I need need my beauty sleep (laughs) um thank you to everyone for listening we know it was a long one again but we just have a lot to say these days what can we say we're just getting comfortable yeah we're just just getting comfortable in our in our podcast (laughs) so if you if you enjoyed or enjoyed if you if you felt this was insightful yes that's and you gained some knowledge or felt valued or seen in any way um please do let us know it's always nice to hear that from people and um, so check out our instagram at fancy blather um, please do leave a review on apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening if you're on spotify give us a follow and um, 
if you're on any of the other podcast sites just do the things you do and uh yeah check out our website www.fancyblather.com hopefully we'll start utilizing it more soon <laughs> easter yeah, could we'll be get- the time easter holidays could be the time so stay tuned but uh yeah thank you for listening and have a good week and let's defeat the patriarchy <laughs> yes as we should bye yes, <laughs>